welcome everybody to Breaking the Rules, the end of Pomp Once. Hello, everybody. We are so glad to be back recapping Vanderpump Rules. I'll start with that. (laughs) (laughs) It was amazing for premiere week. Um, I will say I'm going to apologize for my voice because I am still on the mend. And I should tell you guys that I flew positive, COVID positive. Like we were so down in this house like, one by one, it took us out. Yeah, it did. And for the first time ever, you got COVID. I did. And after four years, I mean, we even lived in the epicenter. We lived in St. Louis when the pandemic first hit. So we definitely got a, a good taste of COVID when it first hit. But I had to cancel my trip to Ariana's show. For the meet and greet, that was probably the most depressing day of my life. You know I cried. Yeah, she did. I just, I was, I probably could have fought and made it. And at that point, I was clear, you know. I Mm -hmm. was like six days in. So I was clear. But I was just, you guys, I ended up with like double pneumonia on steroids with an inhaler. But... I was so worried about leaving. My son was here sick and he was sick. And them here with six dogs, three cats, and me just, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go off and fight my way. Mm-hmm. And I just, it, the moment I made the decision, I I got more sick. You know that. Yeah. I I had to call my, my doctor and get medication. So, um best decision to stay at home i'm really really sad i didn't get to see the show i did see a lot of clips so i'll try and incorporate some of the stuff that she is has said during that Mm -hmm. into when we're recapping as well as i will also throw in stuff that um we are getting from all different directions and so I guess I'll kind of start there. Um, Things have been really crazy in VPR news this week. I have been getting a lot of um, tips, stories that are matching up with podcast clips. You guys know that I did create a post on our TikTok and Instagram regarding the uh, alleged abuse allegations that are surfacing. Um, I can tell you guys that I did release a podcast this weekend. I have an inside source that gave me a very valid, um, story behind the claims that Teddy and Tamara made in the Uber the night after the MTV movie, movie awards. Um, my source was extremely uncomfortable and, um, was fearful. And so I did delete the podcast episode. I will never put anybody in danger, but I'm just going to say out loud to you guys that there is an investigation happening and I do believe more is going to come out. I've seen a lot of creators, one of them, and I respect him fully up and Adam love his content, but he hit his stuff like hit his TikTok page and immediately was like, now I just want to say that I've never seen James. And he had to say, I've never seen James aggressive with a woman. Mm-hmm. He had to throw that in there because I put on a comment because I got an inside source tip that told me that he actually had an altercation with James at, Sheena's live show not too long ago. So, I mean, if he cares to to come on the pod and talk to us about it or even invite me on so that we can have a conversation, a crossover, I definitely would totally do that. But I did hear, and here's the thing. If you're going to take a stance and you're going to make these videos and say somebody is not doing something, then you better make sure that you didn't have an altercation with them in a public place because they're is more than one person that's told me about this. So there's definitely like 
we we have some sources at this mm-hmm. point and i love it i love to know the information and like i said i'm never going to make any of our sources fearful or or make anything happen but i just want everybody to know that there is some truth to um some of the things that are being said and there is some stories behind some of the little pieces that you're being given inside a podcast. Rachel saying that the reason they broke up was a reason that would ruin his life. Like, there's just a lot of things happening on different podcasts. And I think the investigation will turn over uh, an investigative reporter that's going to probably tell us more than enough. So just... I'll try and fill in blanks when I can. Um, So please join us, follow the podcast, and join us. We usually do these recaps at the beginning, um, spill any tea that we have. And then I also listen to all podcasts. So our TikTok page, we do a lot of clips of the different podcasts from the cast within VPR, I also include uh, clips from the bio files, and um, there's been a lot going back and forth with him and Sheena lately, so, which I thought was super funny the other day. She was talking about that merch that she made, the ick, and she was like, he's so ick, they put ick in his name. They put your, they put ick in your name. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Uh. But anyway, uh, please go follow us if you don't already and join us for these recaps. Like I said, as things are coming out and as things are released, I will definitely share everything that I can. If I can find a way to share the story that I know about the MTV Music Award or Movie Awards from 2022, I will absolutely do that for you guys. So I'm working with my source. Hopefully I'll be able to share that with you guys on an upcoming episode. If not, I'm waiting for a special night during the season, and I'll probably drop that couple couple episodes away because there's there's gonna be shit happen during the season. Um. So this episode, yes, season eleven, season eleven, episode one. Uh, notes on a scandal. <laughs> I think like just picking it back up and seeing it was probably the most exciting start to a season ever. Mm -hmm. Um, It starts out with Ariana uh, making a latte for herself Mm -hmm. and they kind of do that. They're going to keep with the editing they did last year where they did little splashes Mm -hmm. of everybody at the beginning of the episode. Right. I like it. Um, They go from there to Sheena. Mm -hmm. And I will say before I move to Sheena and Brock, Everybody's talking about the pictures still hanging in Tom and Ariana's house. Even you did. And I had to say something because I felt like um, if they take them down at this point, then they've got to redecorate. You know, they've got to stage the house just to be able to, you know, freaking show it. So I guess that would be a reason to leave them hanging. It would be. Um, I mean, I guess if you just want an awful reminder every day. So you'd spend the money and make the change? Yeah. Yeah. You can get, you know, um, a portrait or a mirror. Was it the switch, the little kid that liked the picture frames and the people that came in them? You could just hang up whoever comes in the fucking frame. Yeah. (laughs) Make up stories. Exactly. He, he did make up he stories. <laughs> okay, so then they, like, switch to Sheena and Brock. They're, like, showing off Summer Moon. And the kid is super smart. I'll give, like, that kid is intelligent. Brock spends a lot of time with her. She's a sponge. Kudos to you, Sheena. Good job. Like, she definitely is uh, pretty intelligent. Yeah. Um, then it switches to James and Allie in the new house. And it's so funny because they're like living the adult life at first. And 
he's like, it's so quiet. And then you realize they live in in Burbank and they're in the flyover zone. <laughs> I mean, I hear a lot of our following was like, I live there and ain't no shame in that, man. The houses are nice and it's a really good suburban community in California. So, I mean, I guess it is, that would be the the downfall. Depends on a lot of your situations. No doubt. <laughs> We, we've definitely lived very close to military bases, and he has been deployed right in a war zone. So, <laughs> um, so then it goes to Schwartz watering all of his dead plants. <laughs> uh, you think they were? Yeah, there were a few nice ones. I wish that I could, you know I really try. Like, I give it my all, and I do, like, I can get things to work, I just can't get them to stick. Mm-hmm. I blame the cats. <laughs> Thanks, babe. I really appreciate that. Um, so, Ariana and Katie, um, Katie arrives at Ariana's house, and they start talking about, you know, they're going to be thrifting for the store, mm-hmm. And getting stuff ready. And, you know, they're talking about the... By the way, the shop looks amazing. They did a great job. But I do... I am a little fearful that they spent more time on design than what they did the logistics of permits and what was allowed to stay. And, I mean, I could be totally off here because the city could have made changes, which I know they did make changes on some of the stuff. So, and I hear it's a nightmare to get a business up and running. I can't imagine still being able to keep the building and pay the rent every single month. I mean, the rent is insane, babe. Like, tens of thousands of dollars a month. Yeah. How do you do that? And it's been a year that they've secured it and it's not been open. They're also paying a CO now, she said. Who said that merch, hot merch job or something? It was, uh, it was Spencer Pratt who accused them of not even opening a shop, but just doing a merch drop and getting money out of it. Here's the thing. They would have never spent that money on the shop. Yeah, this is kind of funny. It is. (laughs) It was funny. Spencer Pratt's fucking funny sometimes. I'll give him that. Like. If you don't follow him on TikTok, he's got some funny shit. I don't know if I do. You probably should. Because you would enjoy it. Um, She does explain, Ariana explains that uh, Tom is away filming Special Forces. Mm -hmm. Which you know we watched all of. And we did recap. um, You didn't recap with me. But Dana from uh, Brunch and Bravo Mm -hmm. did. And loved our recaps on that. So if you haven't listened, go download those now because the very last one is hilarious. Um, But we definitely had some funny moments. Tom did say on the Vile Files um, that he... Somebody always keeps the house because they start talking about the house and whether or not they're going to keep... You know, she says he wants to keep the house and buy her out so that him and his pen pal can stay there. Like, to me, that's not the reason. The reason is you want the best out of the house, the best value out of the house, and that person is not going to give that to you, first off. And when he's on Nick's show, Nick's pod, and Mm -hmm. he drops that... My my mom kept the house and her dad kept, or whoever, and he's like, somebody always keeps the house. When there's fucking kids, you dumbass, that's when somebody always keeps the house. And that was like the 1970s. <laughs> no, like, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I thought it was really, really dumb that he used that as his reasoning. Yeah. Like, he comes up with the dumbest fucking excuses for his behavior. It's kind of one of the things that irks me. But they, they're they still sending each other postcards. And she starts talking about that. Mm-hmm. On the after show, Tom did talk about 
I was so careful. And then, like, Panda Ariana being like, and I saw his friendship lamps. You light it. And I know you're thinking about me. It's like you're 12 years old. Who does this shit? Are we really doing this in our fucking 40s, you guys? Because I... I am definitely not game for that kind of relationship in my 40s. Wait. I'm past that. Well, that seems fucking exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't have to that. Like, I work, and we've got six, nine animals in the house, three more outside. We've got two grown kids, but they still, like, we still support the hell out of you guys. Yeah. We love you, but we sort of support the hell out of you. Yeah. I like some time with my friends, like... I went and spent the day with my mom today, got Manny Petty. So, like, I just don't know where you find the time to be running home to put your hand on a fucking lamp every little bit. I mean, you, like, carry it with you in your satchel? I I, I bet you they make, like, like a Bluetooth for your phone. (laughs) (laughs) So you can press... You know, like how how you're feeling. <laughs> oh shit! But he, she does say that um, Anne is how they communicate with one another. They're still living together, and Tom points this out. He's like, "If I'm such a terrible person, then you know why is she still fucking living with me?" Well. Because that's a big expense to to move out. And honestly, dude, you're the one that's supposed to move out. You're the one that fucked up. You're the one that takes something on and he complains she hasn't paid any bills. Well, if you moved out, she'd pay the fucking bills. Yeah. <laughs> that's how that works. Like, <laughs> I just don't understand why he doesn't get it. Like, it doesn't comprehend in his mind how that like domino effect actually would work. Um, That's what she wants. So she has filed a a lawsuit. The problem is, is she filed it right now and they don't even have a court date until June. So this is the kind of shit they're going to have to do. He offered her 3.1. I did look it up. The house is worth right around 3.8. So that's her problem. He's 700 K shorting her. Yeah. Fuck, fuck you. That's the problem. Like, it. that's almost half a million dollars yeah. out of her pocket. Because you fucking cheated and you want to stay there? Dude, so. g- get some fucking shoes that don't make you two inches taller. <laughs> I don't know. It's just fucking annoying as fuck. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I'm sorry. I'm saying the F word a lot. I need to like... He gets me excited, you guys. Like, his lack of empathy and ability to understand anyone else but his own agenda is exhausting, infuriating. I I could never even be friends with him because it would literally put me in a... Ta- like, I'd need Xanax to hang out with a dude. For real. It's too much. Um, they do switch then to Allie and James and they're like putting shit together and talking about having a pool party mm-hmm. and they do talk about how Tom really iced him out during the affair. He's starting off with some really funny commentary in his confessionals. Yeah. I just, you know, you you have a fiance you got a new place. It's like, when are you going to, like, get over it? Like, he's still bitter and jealous about it. I think... Like, you would think... I'm sorry. That no. Ali would be upset that he is still is bitter about it with... About Tom and, you know, Rachel. You, you bring up a good point. Yeah. I, I never really looked at it that way. <clears throat> Because to me, I think he's more bitter at Tom than he is anything. But it is like, you should move on. But I think he said, she said, is there a world where you'd ever be friends with him again? And he said, sorry, 
And he said, friends, dude hasn't even contacted me. So, I, and I think that would be, I would not be the one to make the first move right. on that friendship the next time. So, I would think it would be Sandoval that needs to reach out to him and be like, dude, you think we could, could sit down and I could maybe explain what happened or, or apologize? Yeah. So, it opens a door for him to start ragging on Tom and the extras and you know, singing about, and he's not wrong about what he's saying, singing about the phone falling out of his pocket and itsy bitsy spider. Yeah. So, he, I it mean, was, he's... I mean, it is horrible. It is. Yeah. It's bad. It is. Uh, Queen Bee went to a show this past weekend. Uh-huh. Her and I were on the phone yesterday and shout out to um, Queen Bee, Brittany Adams. Love her. Her and Draw Me Bitch, who... Is literally, you can subscribe to her right now and she will send you coloring pages each week of scenes from each episode. That's cool. I know. And they're so amazing, you guys. She caught the scene with Katie and the Fry, (laughs) which we'll talk about. But um, they all went to a show and um, she wore her Father of Lies shirt Uh with him dressed as, like, the Ice King the night of Ariana's birthday party in, like, season six or seven. I forget which season it was. Um, But they had a really great time. And then Draw Me Bitch went out the next night, and she was at the same bar as him. And he was worming. I'll just put it that way. She got him getting into a car with a blonde, and I'm not sure if it was the blonde that was with him at the premiere, because now he's been seen with the dark-headed girl... um, Oh, shit. And I can't even... Victoria. Mm-hmm. And she is an ex of Leonardo DiCaprio. I showed you pictures yeah, of her. Yeah. She's freaking gorgeous. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Like, I guess it's a career booster to get some Bravo fans. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. You're gorgeous. I'll give you that. Um, But she's a model. But he was with a different girl. And this was last night. Wow. So this was Saturday night. Uh. What's today? Sunday, Sunday February 3rd. Um, yeah. 4th, no. So it was the 3rd. Saturday, February 3rd. Um, so they, Sheena and Brock are kind of talking. It moves to them talking about the whole Sandoval of it all. They do mention Sandoval's friend, Ollie, who passed away. Um, I wish that Sheena would have talked more about, like, who Ollie was Mm -hmm. and, you know, what he did in his life. Like, I don't... And and James, like, I don't care that, you know... I mean, it's awesome that he came out there and came to festivals with you guys and he liked brisket. But tell me that, you know, he worked as this and, you know, he had a family at home or he didn't have a family. He had like immediate family and, you know, they're going to miss him. And, you know, we hung out with him when he would come out here. And I don't know. I just felt like I didn't get to know a lot about him. So I hope that Tom opens up this season about it Yeah. because I would like to know more about Ali. It is weird that he's known him this long and, like, never caught on camera. Um, He's been caught on camera, for oh, sure. Okay. So, for sure, um, I'll take you back and show you a couple of seasons that I caught whenever I was just... Like, Bravo's been amazing lately at playing reruns, and whenever nothing's on TV, mm-hmm. you and I always go to Bravo and VPR's playing, and we don't care, like, is amazing to go to sleep to to wake up to like it's always something going on yeah, 6 a.m <laughs> 6 a.m binge drinking <laughs> um but they did talk about uh sheena did reach out to him when ollie passed because she felt bad and this is like a childhood friend of tom's yeah. so no matter what is going on if this is a, a co-worker of yours and something like that happens you're going to reach out she was upset that she didn't get a response. You know, though, that's his prerogative. If he doesn't want to respond, so she went to the message again and realized he blocked her. She thinks he deliberately brought, blocked, like, everything. Yeah. 
But when you block on Instagram, you guys, it's like, would you like to block all associated accounts? Exactly. And you do that, and it blocks all associated accounts. It's not personal. Yeah. I and think it was... Vindictively. Right? He was like, oh my God, I'm going after <laughs> Summer. But uh, I, I do think that it it was a wake-up call to her... Mm -hmm. In the fact that the dynamic of their relationship is different. She can't just talk about him on the podcast and then sit down with him at dinner and be like, if you need anything, just reach out to me. Like, I, I don't think I would have said that. I think I would have been like, you know, I'm really sorry to hear about your loss. Yeah. You know, blah, 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 blah. If there's anything I could do for the family... You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. that's probably the, where I would have went. Because they are, at this point, um, Bravo celebrities and the ability that they have to maybe pull a string and do something or even, you know, send something to the family back home. Because that's who's, like, super hurting besides Tom, who is not accepting of your stuff right now, which you should, you should know that. Yeah. The next scene is Lala and her mama. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I'm going to be honest, you guys. So everybody on the podcast or on the, the page for the podcast, TikTok, we don't have a lot of Lala fans there. And you know I'm a Lala fan. And this scene kind of got me. I Like, I feel for Lala. I do. I, I do like her. I like her edge because I'm edgy. But I'm just going to open it up for you because this scene annoyed the shit out of you and you were, like, not into it at all. Uh, I'm just sick of the story, I guess. I don't know. I just, I mean, just kind of playing victim, I guess, when she's not. Yeah. Um, well, I think she is. So... She is. Here's the thing. You can be two things at once is, the guy, I guess, the way I look at it. You can be, because she was a perpetrator at one point, and she kind of admits that this episode of VPR. But you can also be a victim. And I think she got so caught up in, and what really kind of irks me is going back and watching so many old seasons mm -hmm. Because I've always been a huge fan of hers, and now I'm going back and watching old seasons. And now she says, she's like, this is the first time, like, last season, this is the first time I've had sex since I conceived. Bullshit. Not according to your scenes back in the day. Yeah. You were running your chops about, like, you were so sexual and all of this stuff. Now, I do know that she had some issues with her placenta. Mm-hmm. And that would have prevented her from being sexual. Okay. So I don't know at what point in her pregnancy that happened. Mm -hmm. But I'm I'm saying the timeline is not accurate because there was a scene with VP with LVP I meant at her house mm -hmm. where she talked about having sex with Randall and she was pregnant. So that right there was like I was like, wait a fucking second. So it's just like this is where I'm I'm an analyst for a living, you guys. That's what I do. Um, I mean, at this point, I'm I I'm a director, but like I direct analysts. Like mm -hmm. we find things, we weed through things to find things. I think I said on my page, I'm a find outologist. Yeah. If I have a source or a way, I will find it out, and I will find a way to share it with you, right here. Mm -hmm. Um. She does talk about her fight with Ocean and that, you know, he, they break the fourth wall here. And I, and I like that they break the fourth wall because mm -hmm. she talks about he doesn't want to give her full legal because he doesn't want her to be able to put Ocean on VPR. And that was kind of them breaking the fourth wall and talking about the show in the show. She said, but, you know, I, I really only want the health and the school and and those kind of decisions anyway. So I don't really care about the other. We know she did come forward with a Cosmo article right now, and she is in the middle of locating, uh, I think she may have already picked a sperm donor. She's got a sperm donor, and she is going to do artificial insemination for a second child. 
Wow. I don't... I mean, there's going to be mixed feelings about it, and I know you you feel how you feel. Yeah. I under kind of understand as a woman, she's at this point, babe, she's in her mid-30s, and she's got one child that is, you know, four, almost five years old, and mm-hmm. you get to a point where you don't want to start over, and they're too old. So I understand you're not taking away the ability to be able to have more at some point, but you're also giving them a sibling. And I think that for me, mm-hmm. I feel like I would appreciate her having more help there for her mother. Because her mom seems to be the one that's nannying. Yeah. And two young children is a lot. I did it. I mean, just the other day, didn't she just have a breakdown about... Yeah, so there is I a... Mean, and now you want to... There is a huge... There is a huge post on our TikTok page where she broke down about mom guilt. And that's the thing, though. I don't want to hold her on her mom guilt because she, she is feeling a lot where she's learning. I mean, it's her first time being a mom, so yeah. she is going to learn through trial and error. And that's normal. Yeah, we still do. Yeah, no fucking doubt. But, I mean, kudos to her. I I can tell you that that is the first time I have gotten that much positive feedback for Lala on the page, was her opening up about mom guilt. They were like, this is the most relatable video on the internet today. And it is. I mean, everybody, even with our children now, you know that. We sat up in the bedroom and cried yesterday over parent guilt. Yeah. Like, you have parent guilt with children that are grown so you wear that the rest of your life as a parent and you just have to take it in spurts and you have to learn how to persevere. I have exciting news for you whenever we get done too. But I don't know. I guess what I saw from this is that kind of like you mentioned, Lala's storyline is going to be her repairing herself emotionally. Mm-hmm. I am going to say, though, I like edgy Lala. And if she, like, if she loses that edgy, funny part of herself, it's going to lose a lot of fans. Yeah, I think she's, I mean, definitely rushing into it. a second child. Um, you know, I, I think she definitely will. I guess time will tell. Yeah. Dun-dun-dun-dun. James and Schwartz are meeting up. Yeah. They are, let's see, at the Wooden Water. That place looked really cool. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, while we were <clears throat> starting up, I was looking at uh, their website. I feel like you and I could do a whole crawl. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. I did get a little invitation to L.A. to... To do some crawling. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely going to do it in the summer, though, during filming. It's... For sure. Um, I can say Kristen said on her podcast, at a, when she recapped this episode, that this scene really was bad for her. And I guess I do want to apologize to Kristen for the tea that was dropped on our last episode um with bravo mom um the um and connection queen x there was no intention on slut shaming anyone when that tea was dropped in by sharing it it was just a rumor the rumor's been around for a long time i don't know if the rumor is true or not um but any intention ill intention there is is invalid so anybody that thinks that can suck it was not the intention of that. But she did say she felt like this scene was weird. And I'm not sure if it's because there's not a genuine friendship there between the two guys, or if her hatred for James is just clouding her ability to see that there is chemistry between them on screen. Yeah. Because there is. I enjoy seeing them. Yeah, it was pretty enjoyable moment, I thought. Uh, but I had to include that. I couldn't not, not tell you guys about that. 
Um, he, he talks about the citrus pussy candle. Yeah. It was super sweet. Schwartz like brought him like a plant. Yeah, a plant candle, and a candle, like a a housewarming gift, and yeah. I thought that was really nice. Um, it kind of opens up a new relationship for the two of them, and yes. you know, I mean, it's it's better that the adult relationships take over because the way they were interacting was not working, throwing drinks in each other's faces with sarcastic jokes. So, yeah. but he does have his shorts and Sandy's hat on for the first time since the scandal. I'm not sure I'd be, I mean, that was only June. That's crazy. That's fucking brave. He was braving it in June, man. He could still get some egg in the face at that point. He did say that he has resentment towards Sandoval. But here's my thing. Mm -hmm. Why? Why do you have resentment? Because according to Rachel's podcast, Mm -hmm. you knew since day one and so much since day one, he was standing beside him, standing beside a Sandoval when Sandoval called her the day after when she was on her way to film with Ariana. He was standing there when they were on the phone. So, if that's the case, then you shouldn't have resentment toward him because you were on board. Like, at that point, you're on board. Resent yourself. Exactly. Be mad at yourself. Don't be mad at your friend because you went along with it. Mm -hmm. You you have misguided anger there and resentment. He... He did have a big year, though, with his family, and he explains that, you know, his brother was super sick. Mm -hmm. Jax kind of drops tea about this on some of his live shows that he's done when he's been out and about for, like, House of Villains and stuff. He talked about how he financially supports, like, a lot of his family endeavors. So... Like, kudos to him for being that, but I think he is a bit of a people pleaser. Overextending yourself. Yeah. Which is was frustrating as his wife, Katie, I'm sure. Yeah. I can't even imagine what that was like. And then trying to open some restaurants. Like, like now I know why she yeah. divorced you. <laughs> that would be frustrating. And you don't even like Katie, and you're seeing her point right now. <laughs> And I swear to you, my husband's not a woman hater. No. Like, he is, like, the furthest thing from that. He just... I, I, who is your favorite girl on... She, on is it Sheena? Uh, no. No. <laughs> is it Ariana? She did have a softer heart, which is more you. I guess... I guess at the time, right now, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Um. So, James does talk about that he's sober. California sober. Yeah. Smoking the reefer all day, every day. Before he eats, after he eats. And this is all while he's downing, like, nine shots of espresso while they're sitting there. Did you catch that? Yeah. <laughs> And I don't even know that he needs it because he is literally looks like he has already sniffed three lines before yeah. he walked in there. And it's the caffeine, you can tell. Oh, yeah. But it's like, I can't. Um, I guess he has to, you know, replace it with something else. Yeah. You know, so. Something. But that's far better than alcohol to me. Alcohol um, and cocaine? Yeah. Ariana and Sheena then it, it like pans to them and yeah. they're going in the spa. Yeah, I didn't catch the name of the place, but it looked really nice. It did look really nice and we are planning a a spa and stuff uh next weekend. Yeah. So we are gonna do a little Valentine's um thing and I'm excited because we don't do a lot of dates mm-hmm. and we're gonna do that and then mid March We're doing a shopping spree. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Think mom mom needs a new bag? Another. (laughs) I didn't get any new bags. No. No, I haven't. I did get new shoes though. I got Gucci shoes, you guys, and he that's what he's thinking about. He's thinking about my Gucci shoes. 
It's just a little thing here and there. Um, but they do start talking about Ariana's new man. And there's a lot of like pushback online about Ariana meeting him when she did. I think she was in a very vulnerable situation. She went to a wedding that was planned for, you know, over a year, Mm -hmm. 10 days after the breakup. And she was just in a mode. And this guy apparently had a crush on her, like had had a crush on her. Like they had mutual friends. And so he was just waiting for an opportunity to like pitch a shot. And apparently he's a really sweet dude. Like, like, just a really friendly, down-to-earth guy. Mm-hmm. And that was something she has not had. Well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> You're usually a pretty good judge of character, and he is going to film this season. So mm-hmm. I am super anxious to hear what you say yeah. about him. But I can tell you that he, I follow him. He cooks all the time. Like... Like traditional Oriental meals and they look amazing and he's like instructing on his cooking and he's like, seems like a really down to earth person. We'll be watching you, Dan. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we like, he's taking his fingers. He's got you. Yeah. Um, but Sheena says, you know, she doesn't even feel like Ariana worked through the trauma yet. Mm -hmm. To be able to do that. Sheena is also sober. And she says on here that she's sober for three weeks. But I can tell you from listening to her podcast. She's sober for far more than three weeks. She doesn't stay on the Zoloft. And it's not because of the Zoloft. But she does start being sober because of that. And it's sober from weed. From like like not California sober. Like she did the whole sober gig for a while. And she felt really good while Mm -hmm. she was doing it. Which you always do. Like. We do that. Like, I usually only drink, you guys, whenever I have plans. So, if I would have been an Ariana show, I would have been drinking. I drank, you know, in October and November for something else. Like, or for when I went to the shows. Yeah. Um, So, like, once a month, usually, I'll have a nice girls' night or do something. My girls' night turned into COVID last time, but that's neither here nor there. It was a Mean Girls play, and I planned it for the girls and I to go out to dinner and then go to Mean Girls, because that's what I do. I just wanted to plan something fun for us. Um, And two of us ended up sick with COVID. Yeah. Shout out to Uni. I'm so glad you're feeling better. Um, She did say... um, he asked, Sheena asked about Schwartz and her and if they were getting along. And she said that she was, you know, cordial with him until we went on Watch What Happens Live with his uh, bid for Sandoval hugs. Hugs for Sandoval, five cents. And then she said, I sent him a text and blocked him. And I don't think the text was that bad. <laughs> Pans to Schwartz. He's like, um, Schwartz, uh, he can go suck on Sandoval's dirty ass dick. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, for the record. record. Yeah. I can say that on, on Nick's podcast, they said they've never even seen each other's penises before. And I'm not even sure I believe that. (laughs) They they seem pretty close not to a... <laughs> well, I mean, they seem pretty naked. Like, they're, like, like butt they're out. Open. They've had <laughs> ass tattoos together. They've, like, rubbed butts on faces. Yeah. Nuts and mouths. <laughs> like, I, I, I mean, it gets pretty raunch. It's pretty gross. It is pretty gross. I don't know. I've never understood that kind of friendship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't... I don't think I've ever put my puss in anybody's face. That's not the kind of friendship I'm going for. I, I'm pretty honest with my friends. I'm not sure they... Like, I don't want to know what they honestly think about my puss. <laughs> it does pan to Ariana, and she is talking to Dan. Mm-hmm. This is when it starts really getting nostalgic for me, and I'm not sure if it's just life 
and this is what I'm going to call us VPR um, watchers from day one. Lifers. We're lifers. Yeah. I've been along since the very first season. I never went back and watched seasons like like as reruns. Yeah, but I mean, I've been here since day one. Mm-hmm. Never stopped watching. And for me, it just feels like it's not, I didn't watch 10 seasons in the last year. Like, it's 10 years of penned up, like, so I'm feeling it with her. So I'm not sure if that nostalgia and feeling is different. Please, you guys, leave comments and let us know if that, like, if it's, if that nostalgia was different for you as a new watcher. But for me, it was horribly, like, it gave me, like, backward butterflies in my stomach like it made me sick it did turn my stomach she's nervous to go to tom tom and be around him and he's not even gonna be there but it's like the first time she's been back since that night i ptsd you would feel just being in the same atmosphere with the same people and everything's different so You know what I mean? Like, the same but not the same. Right. The scene of the crime. Allie and James arrive first. I did Mm -hmm. think that Dan was super sweet with her. So I don't know what you thought, but I thought he was super supportive in telling her that she could do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he didn't really get much time, so I couldn't tell you. I know. (laughs) They did pan pretty quick. Yeah. Allie and James arrive first to Tom Tom, and they meet up with Lisa. Mm-hmm. You know how I feel about Lisa. You guys, I'm not an LVP fan. I never have been, not even on uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So, it's nothing new. Still respect her, and the gig called VPR that she made my life for this long. <laughs> so, kudos to that, but not a fan. <clears throat> Lala and Sheena arrive next. I don't know what Lala's wearing. I'm not a fan. And I just want to be like, the bangs, like, I cut bangs, but my bangs are, like, super long. And I can, like, work them in. Those bangs are not, pixie bangs are not such a mistake. Don't, if you're ever thinking about it, don't do it. Don't do it. (laughs) It's a trap. It's a hair trap. Yeah. You see one person that has good-looking bangs, and I'm going to tell you, you may be able to fix your hair like that one day. One day. You may not get any, but you may only get one day. And even I was sitting waiting for it to grow back out. It's so awful, too. Split across your face. Yeah. <laughs> um, James immediately goes over to start DJing, and uh, he's pretty pumped pretty sober i do know some people who sent some um stuff from that night and it seemed to be a really good night of filming yeah the arrival of katie and ariana was just another like symbolic playback where they went back to the very first night of them walking in tom tom as tom and tom's wife and partner and it's like oh like mm. You're killing the lifers. You're killing us. Like, it's just everything is so different this season. So the editing, really great editing. Mm-hmm. I'm super proud with the way that they're editing the season and bringing all of these moments in as a, a viewer. It was fantastic. Um, Queen, when it... when freaking Schwartz comes over to address Ariana and Ariana I mean she's not mean to him no. she does she ice him out like, yeah she ices him out yeah. which is pretty normal his confessional though Queen Ariana patron saint of scorned women which you said was accurate I mean she does give it all she is I guess the the patron saint of scorned women. I don't know. I I guess just coming from him, 
seems rich because he was part of making it, it hidden yeah. and making her that scorned woman. So, and for everybody, like when I hear people like Emily Simpson and Teddy Mellencamp create a popping off podcast and start jumping into VPR without ever fucking watching all 10 seasons. First of all, that pisses me off. Or even know who the people like. Right? It pisses me off because when she starts running her mouth about the way Ariana feels about this, she doesn't understand that she's like, well, I wouldn't do that to one of Shane's friends. And yeah, well, one of Shane's friends wouldn't have you as a groomsman in their wedding either, you fucking idiot. So know the history there and the fact that I think Ariana expected more from him Mm -hmm. as a friend because she was a groomsman in your wedding. She was closer to you than that. So she expected you to not be part of that. You to be the one to be like, "Uh uh-uh, man, I'm telling her that shit because the shit ain't right. Like, we'll walk in together. I'll walk in with you and then exit. But... We're doing this. Like, you make it happen. I think that was her expectation from him. And it's not wrong. I don't think that's wrong. Right. I mean, I guess some people can think it's not right, but I just don't think it's wrong. That that was what she expected from somebody that she considered a close friend. Um, Jesse does come sit down. And... Mm -hmm. You know, they do the the flashback because Ariana does start crying sitting there. And it shows, like, all of the times she's been there and mm-hmm. been in a moment of weakness, and he was the only person there for her. And I think that was a really good job by editing and producers in not allowing the viewer to be caught up in his queen, Ariana, yeah. patron saint of scorned women, And allowing them to see the moment that she is really having. And so let her grow and learn how to move on. I think if she stays, I really do think she's going to exit after this season. It's just my feeling and my thoughts. She's she's on Broadway. She's was a runner up to Dancing with the Stars. I feel like she has kind of grown past a reality series that's making her sit down with her ex. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I, I just, and maybe she'll get more creative rights and won't leave, but I feel like I feel her leaving. And huh. so I just, I like the way that they gave me the opportunity because this is my season where I am a new lover of Ariana. I've mm-hmm. never disliked her, but mm-hmm. I'm a new lover of her because I've never been a lover of him. And so this is the season where new people get introduced to Ariana and without him yeah. clouding their judgment of her because she even says it. He kept her from doing things. Um, Jesse sits down and Jesse is a, a good friend and NPC of the, the cast. Mm-hmm. He does get very sick this season. He has a seizure and a brain tumor is found. He did have surgery and he is recovering. But I think just like knowing all of this, we mm-hmm. like, I love the having all of that connection. We did donate to his GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. I love to be able to be connected and help in any way that we can. So their ability to share those kind of things, Mm -hmm. because we know they're not, they don't have a lot of medical and insurance out there. I'm in the medical field. If you guys understand, like I'm connecting those dots always. Mm -hmm. So if there's ever a GoFundMe or a charitable cause that you guys know, please share. And I will gladly put it up on the page. And we will do anything we can to help. Yeah. Um, Lala does ask for La, uh, Lisa to break away and sp- speak privately. Yeah. And she immediately says that she's feeling a, a little way about the last five minutes of season 10. Oh, yeah. 
kind of snoozed off for that second. Well, it was when <laughs> Rachel kind of broke down. Yeah. When she told the truth. And if she's feeling a way about it and she wants to reach out to Rachel, Ariana did drop in her show that, you know, Lala knew that would be good television. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure producers may have, you know, had their hand in it. Um, it is good television and it is a way for, at this point, they did not know that Rachel was not coming back. Mm-hmm. So this was a way to open a door for her. And, you know, she says she kind of wants to reach out to her and leave it to LVP to be like, well, maybe this opens the door for others to forgive her. <laughs> oh, yeah. N- nobody else is going to forgive her. Lala's not even going to forgive her. Right. But, you know, Lala does say she feels like she ignored everyone around her because of what he was telling her in that moment, mm-hmm. Randall. And so... She was the home-wrecking horse. She admits it. And this is where I start having a problem. Because last season, she was adamant, don't call me that. I'm yeah. not that. Like, you have exactly. to pick a lane. I don't like... And she says... She said this. People were going to call her a flip-flopper this season. Uh, yeah. I guess I just want to hear her explain... And she says in that moment, she wants an apology from Rachel. I feel like... In that moment, if you're grown and you say that, you know, you've changed, then it should be, I feel like I want to sit down as two grown women and talk about the apologies we have for one another. Yeah. Because I think we both were manipulated by really narcissistic men mm-hmm. as 20-year-old women, grown women. Mm-hmm. We were groomed. And manipulated, and we should be able to sit down and have a conversation with it to get about it together. Not she should apologize to me, right? So like, I don't even know about what she should apologize for calling her a, a, a home wrecking whore while she was fucking Tom, because it was literally like the same moment yeah. that she was saying it. So she does owe her an apology, but you owe her one. Yeah. So I think the start of that conversation is you saying, I feel like we both need to sit down and have a grown woman conversation about our situations. That's probably the better opener yeah. for that conversation anyway. Yeah. I'm going to tell you one thing. Mm-hmm. The back alley at motherfucking Tom Tom is gross. It is not the back alley at Sir people. These are not the same. Yeah. Not the same Z's. That shit was like a rat hole. There was like a dumpster in the fucking view. <laughs> and it wasn't like painted and said serve. Like, you know what I mean? It just... Do something about that, please. Production. Yeah. Like, put up a set or something. Like, hang a, a drapery. Sorry, my, my mind went to uh, Southern Hospitality. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell you... <laughs> After listening to everybody's podcast, Lala goes outside and she does a voice message mm-hmm. to her. The voice message is immediately seen. It is not seen by Rachel, though. Rachel talks about it on her podcast. Her publicist did receive the message. She eventually heard it. Absolutely. And she always did wonder if it was genuine. She said she probably guessed it wasn't. The moment she saw it was on camera, she said she knew it was not genuine. Right. So, for her, it would have been more genuine that Lala did that off camera. She could have talked about it on camera. Well, she did. (laughs) But she didn't have to do it on camera. I don't know. It flips then to Katie and Sheena Mm -hmm. trying to repair their friendship. And all of that good jazz... I don't know. I I think Katie and Sheena are two different people. And this is why I think this. Katie yeah. and I are a lot alike. That's why it really is kind of weird that you don't like Katie. <laughs> I feel like when it comes to the way she feels about friendships and loyalty and boundaries, I'm very privy to. It's not rocket science. It's normal mental health. Mm-hmm. So, for me, it just makes sense. And Sheena is not 
privy to boundaries and loyalty and knowing good friendships and um, understanding a good judge of character Mm -hmm. in someone else that she's putting her loyalties in. So I just, I think that this may be short-lived. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. I mean, they seem to be getting along in the after show, so maybe I'm crazy, but I just, I do feel like, um, well, I guess they weren't in the after show. She was in the after show with Ariana. But I just feel like it definitely is, they have different personalities. Definitely. The next scene is Katie and Tom dog sharing. Mm -hmm. He asks her to help him ease the pain with Ariana. It's just a bad move. That's your ex-wife, her business partner. Stay out of it. Not a good look. Do your own dirty work. Like you've been doing. Yeah. You made that bed. Like your apartment was the scene of the crime. Most times you accepted mail until it wouldn't accept mail. And that's the reason she sent those to the house. Mm. Is because he eventually refused for them to send stuff to his house anymore. And so then they ha- she had to send it to Tom and Ariana's. Mm. But here's the thing. You knew he was at Special Forces. Yet you kept sending stuff. And that was when she got like the postcard and stuff. Yeah. Well, my assistant, Anne, will intercede, the one that you have tortured and now has her own podcast, which is, I signed an NDA. It's really great, you guys. She's super funny. If you haven't listened, check it out. Um, But I just, I don't know. And, you know, it pans to the girl dinner, and they're all there. It kind of made me wonder where Allie was, because she wasn't invited. Allie was not at this girl dinner with, uh, it was Lala, Ariana, uh, Katie, and Sheena. It's the four of them. Mm -mm. She was at Tom Tom the night before. So it was consecutive nights. Tom Tom was one night, and then the next night they all went out for a girl's night at that dinner. And that's when, like, you know, Katie does put herself out there and says, you know, Tom asked me, you know, to to talk to you. And she definitely says, you know, that she apologizes to Lala, Ariana does, for not uh, respecting her judge of character on Rachel. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they kind of have a moment but then Lala immediately, and I thought this was, like, this is the kind of friend I need. Like, Lala is the kind of friend I need, where you immediately are like, okay, but I did something. Right. I did reach out to her, and Ariana then starts spilling. She's like, you know, do you know in January she came over and consoled me? Like, I reached out to her because I was crying about Tom, and she came over and consoled me. Can you imagine? Like, these are the kind of things we're going to get. Like, these are the little drops of tea that mm-hmm. Ariana's dropping all season. Mm-hmm. Where you get to hear just how deep the betrayal went for her. Yeah. She, on the after show, talked about how, you know, when it all came out that people that had been fed up with him just started sending her shit pictures of them in St. Louis with his family, like all of these things. And mm-hmm. so it just was so deep rooted. And so she kind of explains that to Lala, like you, you understand this is not your situation where, you know, it's Randall and it's this and it's mm-hmm. that, because that's what she does. She compares it immediately to herself. Yeah. But it's not okay. Um, I think reaching out to her is okay. But I think I would have talked to my friend first. And maybe she didn't consider them that close. She did say, sitting there, I feel like you still aren't close with me. You still you still have a, a wall up. And, you know, Ariana explains, you know, the manipulation she was under where she couldn't even be friends with Katie. Because... He was like, you better watch out because mm-hmm. she's not, she's not good people. Right. 
And that's his best friend's wife. It's crazy. I don't... It, it's That's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, Sheena jumps in about her TRO. This <laughs> is a wild subject because Rachel has been very vocal about this on the pod. Yeah. She said that she doesn't give a fuck what Sheena thinks. Like, she actually said the the pit of the first episode for her was Sheena's fucking face. <laughs> um, but she also said that Sheena lives rent-free in her mind over the apartment. Um, so there was a lot. Uh, I do think that Sheena put her hands on her. So the TRO, regardless of what you think about it, and, and she shouldn't have put a TRO out on you because it was a moment. Mm-hmm. So I get why you're angry about it, but you also can't even admit you put your hands on her. So I think those two things probably would go hand in hand again if you admit you actually put your hands on her. And I feel like I would have put my hands on her, so I'm not faulting you for that. Mm -hmm. I would have absolutely slapped the shit out of her in that moment, especially if she had no remorse and was like, I'm fucking Sandoval and I don't care about your best friend. So I get why you did it, but just that's where the problem lies. Um, You can't really bitch about that. Like, don't use that. Yeah, I'm so sick of her using that. Stop talking about it and she'll cry about it on her podcast every time she talks about it. Like, nobody, you're... She didn't even pursue that. Well, I'm just going to... No, she dropped it. Yeah, my point exactly. (laughs) Like, shut the hell up. (laughs) Well, I just, you're an ugly crier on screen and you're an ugly crier on the podcast. Like, it's ugly to listen to and it's ugly to see. Stop doing it. Just stop it. Yeah, every episode, I gotta shed some tears. (laughs) You hate the crying really, really bad. It's really annoying. He's really fed up with women crying on Bravo lately. Yeah. It's like <laughs> a lot of shows Famous. have crying right now. Yeah. It's too much. The real shit I get, like when Kyle's crying about her best friend who committed suicide, yeah. like those are like hard hitting moments. Yes. But I don't want to hear you crying about your fucking TRO that somebody dropped on you because you were fucking bitchy in a moment and slapped the piss out yeah. of somebody that was a, a homewrecker. And then it didn't even work out to anything yeah like stupid i don't know but the last scene is tomo coming home (laughs) (laughs) the last scene is platform man coming on the i was gonna do the pig face walking on by (laughs) (laughs) the white white nailed uh white nailed stank face walking on by (laughs) anybody doesn't get that reference it's from the the switch the switch the switch okay i was gonna say the change up for some reason was it the change up it may have been the change up yeah i don't know now i'm gonna have to go i think it was the switch no i think it was the switch i do think it was the switch um so thank you guys for joining us this episode had a blast with you guys we are going to be dropping episodes on wednesday evenings early thursday depending on what time we get them recorded so that I can edit. Um, but that is our plan. We are just a little bit late with this one because of the, the COVID sickness. Yeah. But thanks. Thanks, everybody.